Hello. Today's show is the audio from the live show we had this previous Monday night covering We're Live, Chapter 46, Part 3. And we've done some editing to fix sound levels and remove some of the awkward silence. However, uh, there may be some non-family-friendly language in here here and there. Not much, but just so you guys know, it's uh, it might be in there. Also, we have a couple of other notes not mentioned in the show. We interviewed Otto Stark this week, who plays Vic. And that interview will be out Monday. He's <laughs> he's awesome. And we'll also be speaking to Nate G's, who plays Saul, next Tuesday. So if you have any questions for him, email us at we'realive at mickred.com. Now, on to the show. All right, guys, play the music in your head. Because <laughs> we don't have a mixer or anything. You can hear the piano. It's starting us off. Let's kick this bucket. Yeah. Welcome to the We're Alive Fancast. And now, your host, Mr. Redbeard and Mick. Welcome to episode 47 of the We're Alive Fancast, where we cover every new release of the We're Alive audio drama. This is Mick. Hey, and this is Redbeard. And we are here, broadcasting from a cabin in Little Rock, Arkansas. No bear traps set up outside. <laughs> We're alive cabin. Or is there? <laughs> <laughs> yes, come on in. Come on in. <laughs> and we're excited. Another live podcast, which we're never quite sure what's going on, but it somehow works. <laughs> Happenstance. What are we doing? I'm covering episode or chapter 46. Oh, you're covering it. Under pressure. When things boil. When things boil. Is that what you're doing? Yes, that's maybe. And we didn't get any good corrections or iTunes reviews, so it's kind of a quick intro here. Are it you is. there? Can you hear me, Redbeard? Yeah, I can hear you. I, I didn't know you were waiting for a response for something. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, if you're in the chat and you want to join us, we have uh, the link. It said Nick's quiet. Am I quiet? Be I might quiet. be quiet. Thank you. <laughs> well, it is Osiris, so you have to listen. I'm not telling. You, I don't know if he's telling me to be quiet or <laughs> if I be being quiet. <laughs> <laughs> but if you refresh your page in the about section, there's a link to join the show. You click that, uh, sends you into our hangout here, and you'll start off muted, and we'll just kind of bring you in. And Chris Bostic has bear traps, so it sounds like we're covered. We're good. <laughs> so we pick up this episode with where we left off last time, with Tanya and Pegs at the mortuary, and Pegs is not able to breathe because of the gas, as long as the door's open. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So we now know that the gas is from the body is breaking down. Tanya's still not affected. And Pegs is making guesses as to what to do, you know, take more samples from, I guess, from the gas. And uh, Tanya's talking about she's already got the samples of gas, doesn't really do anything any good. And, but she says they do have the flesh to take samples from. Do you 
know what you plan on doing? I mean, it's like do they, they don't have a mass spectrometer, or well, do they? No, I don't. I didn't really know what she was planning on doing. The thing I caught most out of this little segment, though, <laughs> was uh, Kim. It was actually right. Hey, what's up, Alberto? What's up? <laughs> it shots you right into the broadcast with this. That's cool. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> You're on. Hi. See, Red Beaver, you made me grow a beard. Thanks. <laughs> and it looks amazing. Between you and Casey, I'm like, I gotta grow a beard. <laughs> That's good stuff. What did you? Hey, did you know what they were doing with the uh, the samples she had there? The samples? Yeah, Red Beaver said something about the skin samples. Skin samples. Tanya was taking, uh, talking about uh, the gas samples did them no good before, and now she's saying that, well, they at least have the decomposing flesh to deal with, and she could possibly experiment on that. I'm not really sure what she was talking about. I, I was wondering if it was the gas. I didn't know that. I didn't hear anything about skin. Well, she says she's got the, the bodies in there to take samples from. Okay. And... You know, because they've already collected gas in the past, and it really didn't do them any good. So I was assuming she was talking about the the rotting flesh. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. But I like that uh, that Kimmet was right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> the whole time last season, I'm like, Kimmet, you know, just shut up and let let the people know what they're doing, do some stuff. <laughs> apparently, it was pretty dangerous. Good thing she was uh, already immune. Oh, yeah, that was the. Uh... That was the weird part. Is like Kemet was right. I was like, "What? We've been yeah. ragging on a poor guy." <laughs> That's weird. Don't do that to us, Casey. Here was a question. I thought that the gas was not just lethal to humans, but also zombies. That's what it seems like. Is that's why uh, Ground Zero was, or what they're calling Ground Zero. There's more than one epicenter. Yeah. Um, was vacant from any sign of life. Yeah. Until it cleared up, and then there was the the regular zombie and the one of the number ones down there when Tanya yeah. and Victor were down there. Yeah, but when they were walking through it, remember there were still bodies still lying around that even the zombies wouldn't have gone in there and grab them. Right, right. So I don't know. That really threw me for a loop when all the other zombies were coming in and out of those buildings with the dirt and like it wasn't phasing them. Hmm. Right, that's a that's a difference because I'm pretty sure we've known that the zombies could not, or at least weren't, and stayed away from Ground Zero, whereas here they're walking through it with seemingly no problem. Yeah, that maybe it's just how concentrated it is. I guess that's a yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, because if we think about it, the ones taking out the dirt are probably normal ones, not anything advanced, because. Uh, as Skittles, the great Skittles once said, only the smart ones know. <laughs> you, should, you should avoid. <laughs> well, um, just to keep us on track going down through the uh, review of the show, um, it's pretty awesome the fans' theories were correct, or, well, at least stack, stacking up to be correct. They are talking about the uh, pots of gas from underneath the ground, like really far down. I'm talking about old tunnels and the rotting zombies underneath the earth. Right. So that was pretty. That's pretty awesome. I'm hoping we hear more. Yeah. And because I think the the tunnels didn't start until after they destroy the arena and then the hospital. Right. Okay. So. Cool. Mick, you got anything? There is no Mick. Yeah, I do. I'm trying to <laughs> chat interfacing, trying to. Uh, Pass along the news about the link. I wasn't sure they were able to hear me. I turned up my volume just now a little bit. 
So we'll I think he was just playing you because I could hear you clearly. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. He, yeah, he, he wrote back and said it was a low, so I'm not sure. Okay. I can hear you. Good, good, good. Anybody else in chat, let me know if you can hear everybody's volumes. We can adjust that here in the Hangout. Oh, did I do that messing with your levels earlier? Yeah, I think you did. <laughs> it, was a, it was a slightly, a little bit lower than yours. You're welcome, everyone. Let me go ahead and uh, bring in Ross Keiths if he wants to chime in here. Anything about this first section? No, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> We're ready to move on to Scratch's safe house? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or at least what we were led to believe for a safe house. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yes, that's right. So the lights are off and no one's home. That's what they want you to think. <laughs> <laughs> Left old Tardust handcuffed to the chassis of the truck. So I guess he said that's what they want you to think, so they would go up all sneakily and then he could get away. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean... Was he was he trying to get away or he was trying to get closer to the... Uh... Cabra. No, he was absolutely trying to get away, I, I think. Well, if he was trying to get away, though, how did he get his leg caught in a bear trap? I think they were set up all around the cabin, and they had pulled up, you know, within the perimeter of some bear traps, but further away than some. I'm guessing. I don't know. He's I'd run away, too. It seems like Tardust said as much whenever he's like, yeah, I'm trying to get away. What else was I going to do? You know, I try to tell you all everything, and you won't listen. Keep pulling me behind the truck. <laughs> Making me listen to Frozen right. over and over. <laughs> on the road, but without any skis. <laughs> Bear traps. But uh, there was. Uh, I know that the form was uh, lit it up that they couldn't believe that he got it out of the cuffs, but I think he's been working on it probably, because I think they probably had him sitting in the back and then handcuffed him. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think so. They well, I don't know. When they opened up the scene, he was already locked up. Okay. But, you know, this is the funny thing is, you know, they got the, the little, the greenhouse, we'll, we'll call it, you know, um, had the key laying outside the house in the drainage ditch, and the cabin is completely unlocked. So they, they, they throw away all security in the, after the, uh, the zombie apocalypse. Well, this place is still fully stocked and has weapons and ammo and... What's this about seventy thousand dollar whiskey? I I don't think it was actually um, Scratch's place. I think it was actually the leader or what is the name? I forgot. Derai. Derai's. Yeah, I think this is Derai's hideout, not yeah. Scratch, because Tardos made it a point to put, to say I don't want to be near her at all. Yeah, I don't blame him. Yeah, so I think this was uh, Derai's secret location, not Scratch's. Yeah, and with the level of obsession, I wouldn't want to be around either one, you know, Riley and Bert or Scratch. Right. <laughs> so D Tardus has got some bad luck. Yeah, we can see it. See. <laughs> yeah, bad luck, Tardus. <laughs> Wish I had a meme ready for that one. <laughs> so yeah, we find out that Tardus just gave up a location because he wanted to get away as quickly as possible or stop the torture. Okay. Anything. Mick, come on, man. Oh, yeah, I'm letting you just die out here. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting yeah, bad. 
I thought Alberto and Ross were gonna pick it up. No, <laughs> no, I was actually giving you a moment. I'm like, I don't want to talk all the time. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to talk over anyone either. Uh, are those beaches, Alberto? What was that? Are those beach headphones, Turtle Beach headphones? Yes. Nice. The same thing I'm wearing. Yeah. These they turn out to be very good. I got it for 15 bucks at a used at a GameStop once. Yeah, those they're really good for uh have decent quality for you know gaming headphones. Mm-hmm. Just hot. <laughs> yes. They can get that way. <laughs> hey, um, I was wondering, so... Shoot, I just lost my train of thought. Uh, what Tardis trying to get away, and do you believe he was just telling the truth all the time? Mm, I've, I, I feel that he was telling mostly the truth, but that's just my personal... Well, I don't, I don't know, because later on he says, there's no way I would tell you anything. No, he says, if I knew anything, I wouldn't tell you. Yeah, but I think he was just trying to get them upset at him. Like, that was when he was just saying stuff to just to get them mad. I don't think he was trying to get upset. I think he was just being brutally honest to Riley because he's kind of noticed that Riley is very like that. And whatever he said, whether it be good or bad, was going to set her off. She was looking for a reason. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, and no matter what she he said or not say, she would... She was gonna um, burn him. Yeah, absolutely. I I think that uh, wasn't any good ending for Tardust. Yeah. <laughs> I was <laughs> hoping the that was he was in. So uh, another alternate meaning behind the under pressure title. Mm-hmm. Ooh, what's R- Riley's talking bird into drinking again. Um. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Between her and Kelly, we're uh. Got some good influences in the group. That dude would not approve. <laughs> hey, so uh, in chat, let me go through some of this. Cat was hoping for uh, an Evil Dead cabin herself. Oh. <laughs> and Holly says Riley is crazy. Uh, literally, I've started to dislike her character, and that's not getting in the same way. Yeah, that's the question I've had. Is do you think Riley was? Out to avenge Angel, or she's just looking for a reason to just lose it, or just... uh, I don't know. I thought when it right whenever it happened. My, oh, okay. To answer your question about was she out to avenge Angel, I don't know. I think she was. She's so lost right now. She's just looking for any kind of outlet for I guess these emotions she's having. As she's got issues. Yeah, she's got some serious things going on. But she said to Tardust earlier that if you ever mention Angel, and he said he knew it would happen, and it was funny. As soon as he, as soon as he mentioned Angel, uh, it all, it all came to an, an end. But wouldn't the video have called, uh, literally match exactly what he said? That's the thing. The evidence he said, I didn't do anything to him, and he was literally telling me. And the thing that Angel said, the last thing he did. Uh, Said to Scar- uh, Scarface was yeah, before the the explosive ending. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he definitely. Uh, I mean, what he was now? telling the truth and just saying what happened, but he he wasn't. Whereas Riley was pushing the situation and escalating it, he wasn't de-escalating at all. <laughs> well, you know, they were when they were starting to talk about Lizzie and where he would have known her from. She was at the colony the entire time. Not. And now, why, why, why was that 
kind of ignored during this. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. Lizzie was at the colony. She was pregnant there with Scratch. Scratch was taking care of her. And Tardos was there, too. And we didn't hear any issues beyond what happened in the furniture, right? Right. I mean, they, they like, jumped to it, like, kind of ignored the whole fact that he was kind of around her for the entire time they were out of the picture. Yeah, but how would, right. how would Riley have known? Probably didn't. Riley probably didn't hear a ton of stories about colony life. All she heard was the attempted rape. But... Lizzie was at the colony, and they went back to the colony. It's kind of a big detail to to miss. Yeah. I didn't notice it. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know where you're going. No, it's just yeah. like... Well, no, I mean, okay, Riley, Riley's concern was, where do you know Lizzie from? How do you know about her being pregnant? How do you know her name? Well, she was at the colony, and so was Tardust. Oh, okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. That, that's what I don't get. I, I don't understand how that was overlooked. Yeah, I understand to... what you're saying. I just, I don't understand how that wouldn't have come up. Like, you tired us supposed to be so smart, and you didn't even think of that as an excuse. Yeah, it was just, it seemed like it was completely ignored, and they just I... jumped right to rape. Right. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was pretty bad. It didn't but... even occur to me because I, I knew I knew where they were going, I guess, and so it didn't even occur to me like you could just save the colony, and that's like that's a good out. Oh, I knew they were going to go there. I just didn't know it was going to be that quick. Yeah. <laughs> It almost feels like, as I said, Riley is very, like, not bound for some reason. She's just completely on a, a – I don't know where her character is going, but it almost feels like she is about to self-destruct, and she's going to take everybody around her with her. Oh, yeah. There's been a whole lot of parallels between her and Scratch for the last That's, couple episodes. The funny part is I find more of the parallel between Michael and Scratch than that. <laughs> yeah, go on. That, then, then I find it between Riley. Yeah, the recklessness. I could see that. Yeah, because at least Michael and Scratch are still thinking things through. She's just she is heading down a very dark, dark path, and she keeps she doesn't want to admit it. Hmm. Because she first started at this is to avenge Angel, but when the people at the colony were saying we need you back, we want you back. She wouldn't do anything, at least with, um, and it almost, like, her mind is just completely somewhere else. Yeah, and the thing about Riley being like Scratch, uh, I hate to say it, because Riley is a pretty pretty bad person in her own right, as far as, you know, being able to bow hunt and knife fight and all that, whatever, sword, sword fight or whatever, um, R- Scratch does Scratch better than Riley does Scratch. <laughs> If you know what I'm saying. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm just talking about the obsession, the blind obsession. Where, where I'm going with this is that if she comes, if Riley comes at Scratch, like Scratch would, instead of you know some kind of cool calculated attack, Scratch would definitely have the upper hand in that situation and probably take her out. So that's that's where I think this might be headed. Hmm. And a very angry and upset Bert. <laughs> <laughs> right. Unleash the fury. <laughs> I was actually thinking Bert maybe may have be the, may have to be the one to put down Riley. Ooh. Oh. Whoa! Look at the flowers, Riley. Wow. Oh, that's just wrong. And I squeeze him, and I hold him, and I pet him. <laughs> 
good, good reference. So Cat says, uh, either way, he was a dead man. The Towerites weren't going to let him join the, the group like nothing, and Scratch would have killed him for revealing all of her secret locations. He had no out. And Holly mentions, I'm not sure that she is out to avenge Angel's death. At first, she was upset that he died, but now she's extremely angry with everyone. At the time when Angel was alive, she never seemed interested in him. Yeah. Well, no, she wasn't, other than friendship and the fact that she liked the someone had interest in her. Right, but I can see, you know, she's answering the question we had earlier about whether or not uh, she's out to avenge Angel. Yeah, she's just extremely angry. <laughs> I, can, I can see that. Uh, why do we think Tardus is so smart I don't know uh, I think he's smart just based on what Casey was saying if I picture him like a Walter White who hmm. is such a he, maniacal you, genius at times yeah if you think about it he's lived this long mm -hmm. right <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't think even us I don't I don't think anybody put in this position no matter how smart you are, is going to make the best decisions because they're going to be scared out of their mind. I mean, you stay there, you get killed. You leave and try to hide and scratch behind you, you're going to die. And I, I don't know. This is bad all around. You get a drink of water, Rick, you die. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, uh, Golly. So the next scene is Michael, Saul, and Victor running the cables near the tunnel, or the you know the arena. <laughs> They're still at it, and I, I thought it was pretty awesome. They finally found out where the dirt was going. They just filled buildings with it. <laughs> is that see? I'm glad you answered that. I had a question mark because I wasn't exactly sure what was going on there. Like I just I could not see it the way it was described. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, it was filled from top to bottom. And they, they, they uh, when the zombies start coming out, they see one carrying a, a large sack filled with dirt. And this kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier. You know, the gas is out there. They're affected by it, but the zombies are kind of walking around in it. So is it different than we thought before, or is ink doing something to the zombies to make them immune to this? Or are they trying to deal with this gas so that they can live? Or I think there are zombies just dying. Because there has to be a point where they are going to start decomposing or just losing energy. I don't think they live forever. I think there is a point where they just start decomposing or just start losing all their energy. Because if I, I, I remember from the, the scene where they were on the boat, you remember the, uh, the ones that would just almost skin and bones? I think there's just a point where they, the gas is coming from ones naturally just dying. Or unnaturally dying. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> <laughs> Natural in whatever sense they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can see they could be dying, like much like the behemoths, when they couldn't get any food and all that. But yeah, I don't. I still don't know why these ones can walk through the gas. I think it's just the concentration. Like if it's as strong as Ground Zero, they won't be able. But if it's just Little by little, I guess. Because remember, Tanya's immune, so I'm assuming. And the only person that we didn't test was Datu, whether he was immune or not. Oh, but that's right, yeah. Saul was is still immune because he wasn't coughing when he got dragged away. So I'm assuming that the zombies, in a way, are immune to a point. 
Yeah, I can see. That's a that's a really good point too. What if they if they get more gas? What if they decompose faster? I don't know. There, there's a, they had to have been avoiding Inglewood for a reason, and I'm just wondering if that was Ink's control issue or if it was the gas. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I, see some, uh, <clears throat> I don't know if we can address too many of these. Uh, there's some references to Walking Dead that I would love to talk about, but <laughs> I think I'll leave it alone because there's. I know Casey hadn't seen it. Yeah, that's not spoiler for him, but I like the little comments. <laughs> so we have the bearded, the bearded wonder come out of the tunnel. Good old Randy. The bearded wonder. Yes. And welcome to the show. Uh, Chris Bostic is on the call with us. Hey, man. I thought it was pretty awesome at this point where Saul recognized Randy. Hey, is that a Randy? <laughs> <laughs> In about two seconds flat, Randy jumped on Saul, pulling him with him. Randy yeah, just wanted to be friend. first. He was like walking around, like, oh, like I don't see you, I don't see you, I see you, and then you know, just rushed him. A great game of tag. <laughs> He's gonna take Saul down to his like underground base, and they're gonna play Xbox or something. I'm old Greg. <laughs> <laughs> you like Bailey's? <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was Vipper always in the sitting in the van? Because it sounded like he was he already was at the fifty cow. I don't think he got out. Oh, he didn't get out. Okay. I don't think so. I thought he was just in the fifty cow the whole time, and then Saul was placing the cameras, and then uh, Michael was just watching them. So what will Michael do? Blindly chase him down the tunnel or blame Victor for everything? <laughs> blame Victor for everything, probably. <laughs> Don't blame the awesome Victor. <laughs> That's so ridiculous. <laughs> but you hey, do Chris, know that... And, uh, if you want to comment at any time, I think you can just unmute and uh, join the call, but it's up to you. Let me know in chat if for some reason you cannot do that. Mickey, you're so quiet. Am I? Yeah, everyone's talking at like three bars, and you're talking at like half. That's just this soft nature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there, he got up to three. That's awesome. <laughs> He's also muting from time to time to drink his uh, Coke Zero or whatever. <laughs> oh, you know him too well. <laughs> he does it in the stream all. Oh, so I think he just got. <laughs> I'm not sure what happened to Ross Keats. <laughs> Oh no! Is still there? Okay, there he is. Okay, good. Sorry about that. I don't know. Pope, Pope, Pope. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wow. <laughs> don't talk about his theories, okay? <laughs> Bad mouth. It's just water tonight. I'm out of uh, the officially not sponsoring drink you talked about. Yeah, Mick's got the Coke Zero, and uh, Mr. Redbeard has the uh, big, big Redbeard co or big beard cones or combs or whatever. I forget. No, he has that seven uh, seven thousand liquor. <laughs> Seventy thousand dollar liquor. Yeah, nice. I, I think Tardus was killed in this chapter. Yeah, let's go back to that liquor. Right Here it's pretty good, actually. <laughs> Seventy thousand dollars for a bottle. It's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. It's just too much money. 
And it's probably less in Canada. It is less in Canada? <laughs> That's probably not true. I have no idea. On the shelf next to bacon. <laughs> it's only Canadian bacon, so don't It's only Canadian bacon, not real bacon, you know. <laughs> I'll admit it's, uh, it's not the best. Oh, one note. Good. Remember what they were talking about? Bert and uh, Tardis? He did bring it up. Oh, yes. Yes, he did. Biodiesel. Bio yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that. I thought they were all buddy-buddy. I was like, this is going to be awesome. Tardis is going to become part of their team. And they just had to take it that way. And it was, it was pretty cool. They were talking. It became the Scratch Hate Show, and I, it was pretty awesome. But Oh, that comment was awesome. I think it was the best comment of the uh, entire thing. <laughs> You'll hug you one day and then slit your throat on the other day. I don't know. It's like that That's actually true. happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Great. Let's see if I can bring. Uh, I don't know if I'm if I have him muted. Chris just rejoined the call. Let me see if I can. I think he's like trying to work out some uh, software stuff or something. Here, just type in chat if you can hear us or something or whatever. If you need to be unmuted. Just gonna hide and reshow and all this. Yeah, I, don't, I think he's uh he's just muted right now. He's probably trying to fix his mic or something. I don't know. No. <laughs> All right. So where were we? We're with okay. Wait. So we're with uh, Randy's hey, can playing. Randy's oh, someone in the Saul. YouTube chat said, uh, "If Saul dies, he was gonna raise the baby." Ooh, I don't want to even think that. Pigs. Because that no, that becomes a mom's responsibility. I think Tanya's. Yeah, I was. I was thinking too. Tanya and Hope. Oh. Tanya, Hope, Pigs, Michael. It'll be a village raising that one. Don't forget CJ. <laughs> if Saul lives or not. And Pegs is the village idiot. They take timeshares <laughs> on who gets to keep the baby. Oh, boy. Yeah, that was a horrible scene, if you think about it. <laughs> Michael can't even go any further, and all Randy does is, like, he literally just jokers him. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, was the hostage body shield as he backs away into the tunnel. I think I'm just gonna not listen to the chapters with even numbers because they're just they're brutal. Oh, so okay, we'll we'll be real clear here too because we haven't really said it. But cat cat says uh, Tardus is a potential rapist. No one would ever want uh, have been comfortable enough for him to become part of the group. No, I I'm not really concerned about him being dead. But let's say, let's say Bricks. Would you have allowed Brick in? He oh, killed yeah. his wife. I would have let him in, but... Whoa. He did. I, I know. It's just... The, he, what, but what, you what, think like, about that. Like, you would forgive him, but... He seemed reformed yeah. to a degree. But Tardos kind of seemed reformed. He, I understand That's rape cool. is, is very, very bad, but did he change after that? Uh, I, I don't well, know. I never really had a chance, so... Not sure. It, it, pretty cool. We don't know why Bricks did it, do we? Did it? Did his uh, wife yeah, his uh, he killed his wife and uh, I think and the guy she was cheating on him with. And I know for sure that was the story with Ink. Was that the story with Bricks too? No. Uh, yeah, well, Ink. Yeah, that's sure how... it was. Here, let me pull up the Ink, the wiki. Okay. Oh, the good old wiki. Yeah, because that's. I'll what get back we... to you on that one. Yeah, because that's what I think. I'm like, so with. Tardus is singled out because he raped, he tr attempted to rape uh, um, Lizzie, but how about Kalani, who betrayed the 
the group. Oh, I'd forgive anyone. Like, I'd forgive people so easily. Hmm. I like Kalani. He, like, in the end, I think he really, even if he wouldn't have blown himself up, he still, he felt like, you know, like he wasn't portraying them after a while. He yeah. didn't want to. Yeah, and also we forgave uh, whoever, who owned the tower before? What's Bill. His name? Bill. Bill. Yeah. You, we forgave Bill, too. Yeah, I forgive everyone. Like, yeah. I don't even care. Like, they're awesome, so... So, and there's only so many people left. You can't be mad at everyone. I don't know. I don't want anybody getting all rapey around me, so I, I might have to <laughs> not go for that one. Speaking of forgiveness, uh, somebody who can hold a grudge, boy, Randy can hold a grudge. <laughs> yes, he <Yeah>. can. He <laughs> uh, looks directly at Michael before oh, Look into my eyes. Oh, it says um, Bricks is still recurring, so... Uh, on the wiki, it says he's still reoccurring. Some of the entries have not been updated. <laughs> Wait, what if there's a flashback? It says it says current status dead, but then it says final appearance reoccurring. Hmm. What if he hmm. comes back in the in the chapter where it's uh, Tardust and Bricks, the adventure of friends, where they make drugs and travel across the lands? I would listen to it. Yeah, that, I guess they're in an RV. Too. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Uh, drive across <laughs> LA and sell drugs to different groups. Yeah, we could have left him locked up in a prison cell somewhere, so creating drugs for the community. All right, you guys got predictions about Saul here? I I don't know. I thought he was gonna make it out fine, and it might not be that way. But everyone thinks he's immune, right? So. This will be the test of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the other thing. How did also, do you think his levels went down as well as Tanya's? I don't know what that deal is. Because she said once you change, you don't go back, right? Yeah, but she dropped back to normal. That's yeah, the funny part. Normal. I but think they said once to... you're finished changing, your levels go back to normal. Or, or. So what if she's like a sleeper zombie that'll turn and like. 20 so... years. <laughs> Take them out. Because... The word. There's so many variables. There. You know, she's been constantly exposed to that gas, and is that playing a role? You know, she she's still immune to the gas, so she's not normal. But she was also around Skittles, too. Could it, that have done something to her, too? Especially yeah, in a she, hot room? Was she around Skittles? I thought it was just Who was in Kelly. The... No, she was in there too, I believe. Okay, that that could have been a change. Like his sweat is like you inject it into your veins, and then it, <laughs> it cures you. He's magical. <laughs> Taste the rainbow. <laughs> oh no! But, but I'm thinking it could have retarded the uh, the effects, just like I was thinking with. Uh, with um, that too, seeing the symbols made a Wait, made it cause, made it cause them to, uh, the effects to go even increase. Yeah, to accelerate. Yeah, accelerate it. Hmm. So he's like the opposite. No, I think that'd be cool. Him, I think just looking at the symbols was forcing him to become more back, uh, move back further and further. Yeah. So what do you think is up with Skittles? Is, is he a slow turner too, or? Nah, heck? he's just a guy. Just a guy. He's just a guy. 
Wow, <laughs> this time. Wait. <laughs> uh, what's I he gonna do now? Was that Chris? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Somebody just. Hey, am I here, Chris? Now. Yes, you're here. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> I'm Chris. much better at guns than I am at computers. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go find a nine-year-old. Oh, wow. <laughs> Outsourcing his IT support <laughs> to child labor. Yes, child oh, no, labor. Absolutely. <laughs> so, Grog asks... I firmly believe in child labor. <laughs> Grog asked an awesome question earlier on the forums and said, uh, if Saul, Michael, and a few others go over to Inc.'s side, who will you root for? Maybe a question for the of the week for the World Life Fancast. Okay, who goes? Wh- which side's Hope on in this one? <laughs> she she's, 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 she's still human. So it's just it's Hope versus the world? It's Hope versus the world. <laughs> so who are the people who leave? Uh, if Saul, Michael, and a few others go over to Inkside, I guess they get turned. Right. Well, if the, the few others, that really depends, because if it's... If it's a Victor, I'm sorry, it was saying yeah. Vic. Okay, okay. Let, so we know if uh, let's just pick one. Okay, yeah. Saul real quick. Real, let me break in here. Uh, if you're if you're not talking, uh, go ahead and mute your microphone. We have a lot of people in the call. Also, Megan, I brought you into the call. I see that. I was just waiting for a chance to come in. Yeah, welcome. And welcome. I also turned off your welcome. camera. I didn't know if you knew it was on, but you can turn it back on if you'd like. I prefer it off, thanks. Okay, that's fine. It's, it started up on, and I was like, well, wait a second. So, sorry to break that up. There we go. Yeah, way to go, Mick. Yeah, you ruined <laughs> it, man. Being all adult-like. <laughs> okay, so let's just start off with Saul. If sorry, Saul real did... quick. I got back to something. Sure. You guys were talking about, like, crime and punishment post-zombie apocalypse? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I absolutely think the best thing that they consider is exile. Exile. Mm-hmm. No help from any colonies that are supported by the group. You basically, here's a day pack, live or die. For who are we talking about exile? Uh, anybody at this point, TARDIS, Kalani, if they were still breathing. But it's the most efficient way to solve a problem with the community in a society like this. Which is what pretty about, much what they did with Lizzie originally. Yeah. And what about those situations when uh, it's somebody who could possibly... Come back and they find a group, and then want to bring back problems against your tower if they know where you are. Yeah, the whole basically, what if they become scratch? There's yeah, well, there's so many problems with well, there's problems with everything. I'm just bringing up any kind there of are, in extreme cases, but you need to have some sort of trial or tribunal, and then if they're deemed un to to be a danger to the society, then you might have to consider some sort of capital punishment. Right, or trial by combat. <laughs> Sorry, it's a reference from something else. I didn't. Kind of fell flat there. <laughs> yeah, nobody get it. I started thinking Star Trek. I don't know why. Sorry, that was the point that dragged me in. I just wanted to make it. Oh no, thank <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah, hang out with us. Does it, is anybody watching One Hundred? Yes. Yes, their 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 decisions are terrible. Yes, they are. But they did that, and they showed back up. They're terrible. <laughs> Yeah, They're teenagers. It, it, it's the CW. What do you expect? <laughs> I make better decisions than them. <laughs> Sorry, I was referencing the network. 
like uh, Jason from the Weird, uh, what is it, the Walking Dead podcast, he says, if, it, if we watch shows with people that all made great decisions, then we probably wouldn't be watching it. Yeah, that's true, but you got to have at least one person. They don't even have one person who makes good decisions. It's like they make a good decision and then it just falls apart instantly. It, you can't judge it by the outcome. It's just they can only make the decisions at the moment that they think is right. Yeah. And that, it's hard for me to judge them on that, but if you keep making that same decision over and over again and it turns out to be bad, then you should Yeah, then you get some problems. Yeah. Which, br- yeah, which brings me to Mr. Michael. Uh, <laughs> He's, it's been three missions where people have died under his watch. Yeah. And this is becoming a big problem for the group. But what do you do until Puck recovers? Yeah, I don't think they're going to call him on that, though. I don't know, because he's lost his soldiers oh, on a battle. Nobody's, nobody's died here. I don't think Saul's going to die. I mean, I, of course, I, he, did, he, did lose, he did lose somebody. I mean, if it would have been anybody else, he would have died for sure. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. I mean, the stakes are high. There's going to be casualties. But the problem what, what is... We can expect. But Michael keeps making these calls. Uh, almost, uh, almost <laughs> kind of contradict, uh, contradicting myself. But Michael keeps making these really, really bad calls. Yeah. Like yeah. he keeps promising things that he can't uphold. Like when he told Datu, "Let's go. We're just gonna go for a few minutes. We're just gonna check it out." That ended with Datu dying. Yeah, you have. Uh, I think it's a good point. Uh, the only my only defense for Michael is they've got a is they've he's established the mission and CJ's with them that they've got to take it to the zombies because if they just if they don't they're gonna die by attrition anyways so mm-hmm. they have to be offensive which in many cases is gonna end up with casualties do they I think Michael's missions what? have a case of left left field syndrome everything <laughs> that goes wrong seems to come out of left field. Yes. Like they went to this place to get some spotters, not knowing a horde of zombies would show up behind them. Well, here's a big one. Why don't you get away from L.A.? Yeah, that was the other thing. <laughs> Why are they still there? <laughs> well, it worked so out. well when they went to Boulder. I mean, <laughs> that worked out great. Well, those came from L.A., though. Yeah, it hit you right on the helicopter. Just blame it on L.A. and Redbeard. Let's see how that works out. <laughs> Well, whoa, 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 I didn't mean that, but <laughs> yeah. Oh hey, man, I blame a lot of things on LA, so I don't care. <laughs> Ten thousand people died. Huh, that's all LA's fault. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, it did hit you ride on the helicopter from LA, though. Wait, that was saying, that would have been Michael's fault, though, because he, he wanted he to send people recall? back to look for Saul. Did he do the recall, or I think it was? Yeah, just... he was. He was the one, one of the people who convinced them that they needed to send people back because he wanted to look for survivors of the tower because they got dropped off near the old tower, remember? That's yeah. True. So, but, was so that I'm his like, call? Hmm. Yeah. Well. Because if that is, he's killed over 10,000 people. I don't think he went over Kemet's head with that one. Yeah, it would have had to go through Kemet. There is still a chain of command. Kemet had to approve it. And... We didn't even know about this species of uh, zombie anyhow. How we would have, we would have known that they can infect and move on. So, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, that was a new species, which happily is no longer existing, I hope. Or something else 
more extreme to us. Oh, no. please. I don't want to think what Casey has dreamed up in his twisted there's mind. There's only two episodes left. I hope there's nothing more that he's going to spring on us. Yes, no new questions. No new questions. <laughs> well, they've already thrown it out there that he's working on something new, so when are we going to see it? Yeah, be I'm just waiting for like, the last episode have like little one number 26 show up and we just oh, go, oh no <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, telling you Ick is just doing a high school prank where he's just writing numbers on them now <laughs> number, <laughs> number 88 let's see they figured this one out <laughs> it, won't even be, it won't even be a number it'll just be some symbol that no one knows what it means What's that best prank ever? Buy four pigs, write numbers one, two, three, and five on them, and then make everybody look for number four? Yeah. <laughs> okay, actually, I had this discussion with a new listener yesterday. In fact, the, the best ending I think I would ever love to hear from KC is at the very end, Scratch has got pegs down by the throat, is ready to kill her, and suddenly you hear a gunshot. And you look around, and it's not Michael, but all of a sudden there's this guy comes up in, in tatters, and it's like, Billy? And he's like, yeah, I walked all the way from Fort Irwin to come find you. I've been missing you for all these months. I just, I had to see you. I've missed you so much. And you're bam, bam, bam. And look, and over there's Michael just holding a gun like, yeah, I'm not going through that again. <laughs> <laughs> he, he just kills him. That's something he'd do. Yeah, he, he just, he's like, no, we're not going through all this again, and just shoots him dead. <laughs> so there's a card game called Conflicted, and it, it presents survival scenarios that you would have to face in a group and ta- making hard decisions like exiling someone or uh, executing them. Yeah. I'll, have to, I'll have to go look for it and uh, see if I can... Uh, present some of those questions on the show. Oh, we should play. It sounds like fun. Right now, Redbeard. <laughs> okay, right now. Here's one. It's uh, you, You're presented with either a young, strong man that, know, that can lift a lot but knows nothing about survival, or you yeah. have an old woman who is feeble but knows a lot. Who do you take oh, into boy. your group? Knowledge is power. Mm, just how young is he? <laughs> oh no, drinking the game on the convoy. Oh, I'm going to order this deck. Thanks, Kat. <laughs> I think she wants to be unmuted. Uh, I thought she said she didn't have a mic. Oh, okay. Well, let me. I'm not sure, though. Make sure that she can get in. Here we go. I'll show her in broadcast, and she can unmute anytime now. Hey! Hey, welcome. Oh, back. never mind. I'm from. Kat! <laughs> Good to see you. We've we've gone straight free for all this show, which seems to be working out pretty well. I get confused. I'm sorry. My fault. My fault. Sorry. <laughs> uh, go ahead and state your names real quick. I'm Mick. Oh, are you talking to us? Us? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, when this is out in podcast form, people are going to be like, "Who's talking?" Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, we probably should have done that like right at the beginning. Alberto, what's up? Uh, Alberto, uh, known, I've known as Undead Sweeper on the forums. All right, Chris. <laughs> uh, this is uh, Chris Bostick, known as Tactical JHP on the forums. Oh, right. I forgot that was you. What's up, man? Okay, uh, Kat. 
<laughs> it's Katie or Cat, whichever you prefer. It's Cat. <laughs> and is that Mick? Although Mick, Mick has to call me Cat. Yes. Just saying. It's your nickname. It's my nickname. <laughs> Clever. Megan on the call? Yeah, uh, it's Gamer Girl. Gamer Girl, cool. Gamer girl. Yeah, it's Megan. Awesome. And gentlemen, Ross. Oh, I could be anyone. You can be anyone. Sometimes I'm Adam. Sometimes I'm Ross. Sometimes I'm Simon de Lesseps. Just depends, man. Goat the dog. The Canadian Lord Roger. <laughs> uh, who else have I got? Let, let's the Warline Fancast. Fancast. Yeah, the the Fancast. <laughs> Which what, I what's fell asleep the, the first recording podcast of. about a podcast about a podcast or something about a story of survival. You guys are gonna be on it, and then I fell asleep. <laughs> that was brutal. I was so excited. It was the highlight of my week. <laughs> I passed out. Sleepy <laughs> time. Oh, <laughs> okay. So uh, let's see. Let's let's run through some of our regular towards the end of the show type stuff. Unless you guys had any more notes about the end of the show, we'll come back to it here in a minute, though. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we kind of trailed away from the actual scene by scene cover, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. Did we ever get to the actual end? I, th- yeah. I don't even think uh, he took no, a we didn't say it out loud. We just said, yeah. yeah, if they got anyone else except Saul, it was. Okay, so which character would it take for you to start rooting for the zombies? If they got infected? Yeah. Only. Oh. Okay, I will say mine. Go ahead. Anybody. <laughs> um. <laughs> I have two. It's either Skittles or Victor. Uh, Victor, I could see that. I, I definitely be down for that. Hope. I'm taking silence by people saying there's no freaking way. They're- <laughs> 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 yeah, sorry. But can you imagine it? Saul, Victor, and Randy are sitting around playing cards, and I mean, yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Probably more would, like them reading, ripping pages out of Michael's journal and burning it. I would, I would buy that rug and put it on my wall. <laughs> what? Rug? What rug? It replaced, you know, it replaced the dogs playing poker. That was the joke, but oh, okay. <laughs> bad. It's, it's a velvet painting. Exactly. It's not a rug. <laughs> no. A velvet. I'm uncultured in the ways of dogs playing poker. Sorry. <laughs> you know, if Bert. Ended up churning. Ooh. Oh, yeah. He would be a hilarious zombie. He would be. <laughs> he'd be indestructible. <laughs> you think would, he'd keep his shot? He'd, would he uh, be able to still use weapons? Oh, yeah. Could, wait. That's another thing. How come there's it's a smart zombie, so they haven't used any weapons yet, have they? Mm, just their claws. Oh. Mm, I don't know. I think like, Bert would try to replace little, that finger. Little one with an M4. I guess you could. <laughs> you, I guess we have to assume no. that Ink has been using tools. Yeah, I guess. But uh, in, there's a series of books, The Enemy, and like the less turned you are, the more abilities you have. So there's at one point there's a guy and he goes around with a shotgun and he just mows down all the last people alive. It's brutal. <laughs> and it's in the UK, so a gun's like. Super rare. The gun restrictions are like crazy. Seventy thousand dollar whiskey. <laughs> yeah, it was super rare. I can only imagine what that would be here in Kentucky because I'm holding an AR right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That's amazing. I don't know. The way Datu explains turning, I don't think there's anything of the character to like root for after they turn. It's just their body. Yeah. That's a good point. And that's that was gonna be my point was if only if like Saul goes zombie but he's still Saul like, could I even begin to entertain well, that. Well if he was still Saul he would just be normal, right? But how does Randy still have a grudge then? Yeah, that well, is. Well, if he doesn't have a grudge, what if he just he's just lo- he looked, it's just luck that they've Michael, met up the whole time? He's been gunning for Michael for a while. He does definitely has it because remember he, he let him down that uh that uh the um what was it the uh, alleyway? He got Datu. He got Datu, and he's going right after Saul, and he's looking straight at straight out uh, at Michael. Randy laid the trap for the radon labs. Oh he yeah. The, he dropped the paper. He dropped the the bag of stuff, and oh look, come here. Yeah. There's stuff here, and attack. Hmm. So uh, why was it that uh, Michael couldn't get a shot off? I, I didn't. I didn't no, the, solid shield. Yeah, human shield. Okay. But if had it have been Bert. With his trigger finger, he would have shot through Saul again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Yeah, Saul's like, I'm used to this. <laughs> it seems like you're not that good of a shot anyway. Again. Yeah, learn to aim better, man, probably would be the response. And then they find the colony mark too, and they get better antibiotics, and then they find Saul's dad. <laughs> so dead. <laughs> Who was probably dead, but um, can't have a little hope. All I can I can imagine Bert saying, "I was aiming." <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, that would be messed up. <laughs> so, so. Does anybody think Saul will be able to survive the bite? No. I do. No. I have no idea. I, I think he can. I mean, it's Datu survived as long as he did after getting bitten, and we know that Saul has already had some resistance to it. But not yeah. to be converting to a zombie, but dying well, naturally. I think I think so because uh, Tanya has been bitten. Okay. But he this was is bit the, in the throat. Yeah, the jugular. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if it was he was bit in the jugular or not. We don't know that for well, sure. If he, just he was, out, he was still able to it. scream afterwards. So I mean, most of his neck is. In Wait, he was screaming afterwards. Yes. Yeah. So can most that. vampire bite victims, apparently, according to Hollywood, yeah, seem like that, that position. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you can that. counter that argument by vampires. <laughs> the whole and the, one of the main reasons I think he's going to move, Edward. at least from the bite trauma, <laughs> would be that uh, in most things like this, whenever somebody dies, you've got to have a body or they're not dead. Yeah. Of course, that was my argument for Robbins and. <laughs> that oh, he's not too. dead. What are you talking about? Right. There's <laughs> he's patrolling. <laughs> not he's dead, dead, Mick. Yeah. I think there are bodies. We just can't get to them. Right, but until they produce a body for Saul, no, I I think he's gonna live. But you forgot the problem with that rule because when there's there's no bodies because generally they take them. Uh, yeah, yeah, they they do. But I'm just saying for the audience, for I the think there will have to be some kind of closure there. We'll either find his body in the tunnel, or he won't die in turn. Do they take unturned bodies? Yes, they took Tanya. Mm-hmm. 
And took everything. she wasn't dead. Remember when they buried uh, Angel's uh, girlfriend? They took that body too. Yeah, but she was turned. Did they no, take? No, they buried. They buried. They, uh, they buried her, and they took. They took her from the grave. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, but she was Michael turned. Michael shot her because she was turned. Oh, okay. Do they but take anyone her. who's not turned? I think How they took the, everything. It's yeah. finger food. Yeah, because yeah. also didn't the Ground Zero bodies disappear too? Yeah. Just recently. Yeah. Yes. They took everybody from outside of the tower collapse at the beginning of the second season. Okay. When oh, the yeah, tower fell, Victor and Saul came out and they said that there was nothing. Yeah, so they take they, whether friend, friendly or not, they'll take it. Yeah, okay. I just I was just wondering if that was verified and I guess it is. Yeah, they're, they're they're eating both uh, zombies and the unturned. Yeah, don't say, they take all the unturned to the arena and they just have this huge food storage? They were feeding the little ones, the baby little ones. Yeah, right. With the f- yeah. So, what were the difference between the bodies in the arena, the bodies outside the arena, uh, you know, the, in the hallway? The bodies, uh, there was the turned bodies and the unturned bodies pile. Like, hmm. I guess it's like better food if it's, they're not turned. I don't know. They have like a preference. They're like, it's like Canadian bacon and American bacon. You pick American <laughs> bacon over Canadian bacon any day. If all you got is American bacon or a Canadian bacon, then that's what you'll eat. <laughs> but then there's bagged milk, which is it's a whole nother deal. <laughs> bagged milk. <laughs> Redbeard, that, that's what you're getting for your birthday this year. I'm gonna send you bagged milk. It's like in like freezer bag or something. I don't know. Or I'll deliver it myself. We're gonna have a whole special episode about what it is to be a Canadian. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> Mark everybody down for Saul doesn't survive the bite unless you. Because uh, there's no of... way, no way for anybody to go down that unless Tanya comes. Because Michael's charging in apparently. He, yeah, but he can't even get past the smoke. What and... about um, uh, baby Nicholas? <laughs> Give him a gun and just train him up. That's gonna take a couple of years. Uh, I didn't have a gun for like six months after that. I mean, he ain't gotta have a gun right now. <laughs> so how are they gonna get him? Because either they're gonna need to go back to Dunbar and get the air tanks. Yeah. Or they're gonna need to send Cody down. Damage one. Huh? Didn't they damage one of them? Anya didn't. No, they uh, fixed it. They found the hole. No, the the, the one that uh the one that she shot. Oh yes. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay, if you could send one person down to get Saul, who would you send? Okay, I might need a correction on this. Tanya, just because Saul was a dirt to her. Sorry, well, Megan. Tanya wouldn't need an air tank, so Tanya could go with. Uh, okay, exactly. Okay, um, hold up for a second. Let Megan and I think yeah. Kat talk. Timeline check. Aren't weren't the um, scuba gear left at the morgue after Tanya and Victor got the um, samples? At least one of them. Yes, that's to, correct. To the minute, so that will give Victor and Michael a chance to meet up with Tanya. Maybe Tanya and Pegs are still there. Yeah, and oh, no. Tanya would. But there's only one tank because one so, of them exploded. Well, there's. You could go find some. Yeah, or Tanya would gladly volunteer to go save her son, which leaves one other person with the tank. But would you send Tanya? Oh, no. Not your one yeah. medical personnel. Yeah. No, I don't, but... Could you keep Tanya away from it? I was going to yeah. say, you wouldn't be able to stop her. Yeah, that's the only problem. But, but you guys forget, this is Saul here. I mean, the guy, he's bitten in the neck. He's surrounded by 
hundreds of zombies. And no, they're going to go impressive. after him no matter what. I mean, he's got them right where he I wants. Shot the forty-eight right there. They have to do something. Yeah, but that was his yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> the the funny part is, what are you going to do? Because if they leave, they're going to collapse that top uh, that tunnel too. Oh, okay. and then they'd be trapped inside. Mm-hmm. So you know, this, how much skittles do they have left? There should be a lot more diving shops in that area maybe? than just two yeah, diving Yeah, I know. Tanks. They could just go get more tanks, but... I, I'm assuming that... That's the issue. CJ two... would probably have more tanks over in Dunbar, but they're going to need to leave and come back. And I'm, I don't, I'm guessing the trip is going to be long enough. Yeah, we're going to think that probably... They only, yeah, sorry. They, they only used a third of the sweat stuff from last time. So And that covered no, three people? But so you can send six then people. they had to add more, remember? Yeah. And oh, I wonder if they had right. to continue to reapply because they added yeah. know, like four or five cameras since then. So My guess would be 50% if they're lucky. Right. Uh, so I'm, they could send yeah. how many people would you think? Without the If, if the gas dissipated? Well, well if they just – okay, let's say they get more tanks. How many people do you think they could cover with the sweat? I don't think that many. Two. Not that many, yeah. Yeah. This, okay, so we, we're assuming Tanya would go. Yeah, that's one. And Victor would probably go, too. That's two. Michael would sacrifice himself. He'd feel responsible. That's three. Would anyone else go? They probably I, don't have enough sweat. I'm not sure. Somebody has to stay with the baby. I think yeah. Victor would actually, they would try to keep Victor back. He made the promise to Saul um, to keep the baby okay. safe. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. let's ask a real hard question. Mm-hmm. Would you yeah. send anybody down there if this was your group? With no, I wouldn't. People left. I Cody I would probably be the, the only other thing going down there, and just to clean up the mess. I'd ask for volunteers. What's left to be seen is what Michael's, you know, plan is, and it may it may uh, be going down there. So. Well, knowing Michael, yeah. yeah. Is Cody's there an option? Cody, uh, he, he, they drop yeah. him off. But uh, what if he gets stuck? Cody gets stuck. He's game over, and you lose it. No, but he can just, explode though. Yeah, blow it up. Saul's Saul would just be trapped. Can it, can well, it it'd be a casualty at that point. It's either try and save him and kill him, or he's gonna die anyways. Yeah. Can, can Cody traverse that stuff? Like, I don't think he can. I don't think so. I, I think that's off the table. Yeah. Red beer killing my buzz. I think it remains to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but that's the thing is, do you send somebody after Saul? Uh, I wouldn't. Yeah, because it's just, you go down into a terrain, you're wearing this tank on top of you, and you have to shoot in the gas? Oh, what if the gas was, like, combustible? I don't know. Could you imagine? <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> hoping that's something they've already tested for. <laughs> no, it's it's not, because when they were shooting at Ground Zero, uh, when they were with, there with Tanya, right? Yeah, Tanya and Victor. But could you imagine if it was just so concentrated down there? They shoot once, they blow up the whole thing, and it's over. And most it's of LA chapter. is now gone. <laughs> <laughs> all of LA blows up because the tunnels are underneath it all, and everyone dies. Oops. Except Fiddles. Well, Redbeard, they'd have to leave LA. They're <laughs> <laughs> living one way or another. <laughs> Scratch is the only one alive. Yes. She moves the Skittles and Scratch showdown. That's what we'll find out at the very end is that Scratch left. She's out in, like, Iowa 
Middle America. <laughs> She's in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> Where even the zombies are cordial. They are. <laughs> could I could I please eat you? If that's all right. Just I'm just wondering. Like if if you say no, that's fine. I I'm so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I saw moose over there. I'll have that moose. <laughs> Do you guys pull any favorite lines out of this chapter? I, uh, uh, Tardus. Tardus line is hands down the favorite line. <laughs> his I'm last one. No, his scratch. Say it I'm again. Oh yeah. <laughs> she'll hug you one day and then she'll. Wrote the next. That actually happened once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good one. Try to think of mine. Yeah, yeah, I think that was mine. I'll, let me see if I can find a different one. I like Randy's smart ass like grin before he chomped oh. on Saul. Like that's not a line, but that's still pretty. Oh, it, it pretty he epic. Something that's for sure. Yeah, that that was. Definitely directed towards Michael. So, so I'm assuming that we're all going to come to the consensus that Randy's not a friendly anymore. Uh, no. I never thought he was. <laughs> I didn't either. Okay. Well, the, big, like, the, the big discussion was if there were two factions. Mm-hmm. That would have been cool, but two factions at this wasn't point. entirely sure about that happening. What did you say, Mick? I said there might, it might still be two factions because uh, we haven't seen these guys together yet. But he's in the tunnels. What if Randy has the tunnels and Ink just... He's like a lone wolf and he just builds up his army. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Sure. Just, those both contradict each other. I'm sorry I said that. <laughs> One of the, uh, Some sort of analogy, like Randy is to Ink as Scratch was to Dry. Oh. And all the stories parallel each other. Oh, I was thinking... Like, I had a list and it was... The characters from the tower, who's compared to the characters from the prison, and it was like, what would happen if, so let's say Jirai is Michael, and then Scratch is Riley. What if Riley killed Michael, and then Bert was killed in the crossfire? Like, they went rogue, and then like just had enough. Like Scratch killed Jirai? Yeah, like Scratch killed Jirai. Mm. Riley just gets fed up with everything. She she blames the whole Lizzie thing on them, and then she just kills them all. What if Godzilla Here's a question. Here's a question. What if Riley's the one who goes down? She goes down after Saul. Saul? Why oh. would she? She's in that middle. She's the only one. Yeah, she's, yeah. Um, she's in a. Uh, she wants a death wish. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. She could look at it as saving the father of Lizzie's baby. And oh, she, she's point. lost her purpose now, now that Tardust is dead. And, well, I guess she's still looking for Scratch, but... Do you think the whole Scratch thing is going to be resolved, or it's just going to be left open? I, I think Better the, be. I, that's the funny part. I think that's the under-pressure thing we got. We all expected Scratch to be here. We're all she shocked. never shows up. She never shows up, and Casey did a great... Like, there were moments you're like, she's going to appear, she's going to appear. Where is she? Yeah, that's... In like other words, he trolled us really well. Yes, he trolled us. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? It was either 46-2, where it was like, I'm going to go out of the car. Oh, no, wait, i got to go back to my office. Scratch. Yeah. Scratch. Okay, I wait outside. Scratch was scratch. drilling feeling. No, There's lady. Let me go chase lady. Wait. <laughs> 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 he trolled us the entire series. Oh, well, no, and you first heard the drill going through the floor. of Yeah, the- that's what I thought. Oh, no, I thought so, yeah. too. 
Nope. No, no, that's that's the creepy that's, CJ. That, I, I liked that conversation. I thought it was funny. <laughs> just want to watch ya. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it because it's like privacy. I ain't got no time for that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the problem is. Cameras in your bedroom. What's the big deal? I'm keeping you safe. She is. We all know it. Truly, she is. It's just Ridiculous, sometimes she, isn't she. Yeah. 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 Well, Holly's joined the call. Hello. Hello. I hey. hope this works. Welcome to the show. Hey, Hi. Holly. Hello. <laughs> oh. So my favorite line I pulled out of this since uh, Alberto had the one of the one of the good ones I picked. Also, uh, let's see where did it go. Another one from Tardust. It just figures. So typical. You're all crazy. You think you're so different from her, but you're not. That's some truth there. Yeah, it is. It's good. I like that. I don't think I have one. Foreshadowing, possibly. You're so different Mm. from Ink and the zombies, but you're really not. Ah. Oh my goodness. Multiple meanings once again. A crafty Casey. So let's play the name game real quick. What uh under pressure? Let's. What are all the different things we can come up with that this could have this chapter? Queen. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Peer yeah. pressure. We've already used Ice Ice Baby for one of the Where Life Fancast names, right, Redbeard? Yes. <laughs> so let's see. Um, Queen. Let's start with the funny one. So let's hope under pressure to drink. Peer <laughs> pressure. Shut, 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 shut. I liked um, Kelly Moore at that moment. I really liked Kelly Moore at that moment. I don't think I dislike a single character right now. Honestly. Hmm. Maybe we know why some people didn't like Tommy so much. Maybe she was feeding him liquor underneath the table there. I don't really like Tommy that much, actually. I think he's one of the only characters that I. I never really liked. I don't think they gave, gave him more enough character development. I think it's just we didn't know too much about him. Casey has talked about that several times, about how season one he was just beginning to write, and he says he didn't do that good of a – like, he did. He wrote – like, I really liked season one until he said, as when I was starting to get writing, it wasn't as good as my newer stuff. And then I went back and listened to season one, and just him saying that just, like, changed, like, your whole – view on it just like if you go and re-listen to it after he yeah. says that and you go there's a few things like so I'm glad, uh, I'm glad Tardust's head wasn't in a vice under pressure because I thought that right. was where we were headed I was just I was actually just happy that they didn't go with the thing cutting off fingers or torture or like the extreme torture even though the being chased like pulling out fingernails be, or being the pulled the drug yeah, behind the pulled. truck yeah I think pull, being pulled by the truck is not my favorite torture, but at least he technically could live from it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tiny not so bad after that. Yep. But that's another example of under pressure, being uh, he being uh, dragged around until he breaks. Well, water's too much of a valuable resource, so that was off the table. <laughs> Clean water is too much of a valuable resource. Ooh, Just saying. That would be the worst nice. waterboarding ever. <laughs> uh, here's our sweat. Ooh. You were going with sweat. I was going to say, everything then. <laughs> what is this? 
Yeah, drag him behind the truck covered in, in sweat and the zombies chase him. That'd be great. Oh, oh no. That, yes, that was the first thing I thought of was, this would be a hilarious sport. Fishing for zombies. <laughs> oh, good grief. <laughs> I was saying it was going to be like a red, uh, because somebody brought up the point, they wrote the names on the uh, on the bottles, but what if it's you can't see the names? So it's like an exciting game of red light, green light. Russian roulette with sweat. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> All right, everybody, dump this bottle of sweat on yourself and see if you survive. <laughs> you could just imagine zombies like, is it this one? And the zombies turn. Oh no no no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no. suddenly picturing whack-a-mole. Whack-a-mole. <laughs> That's perfect with the tunnels. <laughs> Michael running around with a giant mallet. <laughs> so, okay, so let's get back to the subject. <laughs> Under pressure. Under so, pressure. So we know what one the uh, the windmill is one under yeah. pressure. Oh yeah, it's Bert was under pressure. Yeah. With news oh, of Lizzie's time. death. Yeah. What do I tell her? Oh yeah. Bert. When do I tell her? Yeah. Uh, now he's dealing with the loose cannon. Yeah. Well, Riley was under pressure then too, to get Tardis to talk. Yeah. Yeah. I think both Tardis and Riley, like for opposite reasons. So mm-hmm. he he's under pressure to like either keep quiet or to save himself and she's under pressure to make him basically tell her what she wants. But even, he didn't break, technically. No. Yeah. He just gave him the stuff that would keep them alive and keep himself alive. When when that gunshot went off, I thought it was going to be Bert shooting Riley at first. I was like... I was hoping he she, she just like hit him in the shoulder or something, but I was like, uh... When I heard that gunshot, though, because Bert is, like, warning her, I thought he shot her and that was going to be the whole thing. Because right before I listened to the chapter, I went on Twitter and Doofus Monkey was talking about how his favorite character died, but he failed to mention their name. <laughs> and the whole time I'm like, oh, man, I, like, who's going to die? And then he also said, like, if I were Victor, I would have shot shot through Saul, and I was like, what is he talking about? So I thought Saul was going to die the whole time I was listening. I was so mad. So, let me see. Also, I did down. not. Huh? <laughs> you did too, say a boot. Oh, he did? <laughs> I didn't hear it. <laughs> I can't help myself. Embrace your Canadian. <laughs> I don't hear it. Like I only sometimes like I hear it like a quarter of the time when other people are talking, but I don't know. Yeah, it's not quite Terrence and Philip, but it's it's <laughs> <laughs> So at Christmas, do you have a Christmas bacon? No, we have ham. <laughs> What are you talking? <laughs> oh yeah, okay, I get it. I get it. <laughs> At first, I was really confused. I'm sorry. So nobody's with me that Saul survives this. I'm just out here alone. With- I, just, uh, I think he might. It's just who goes down, and is the tunnel still gonna be there if they if they go down? Like they close it behind them, and then everyone dies. Don't we think the tunnels might all go to the same place. But where is the main the main place then? 
I don't Are know. They... I, I think I think we'll we'll see it before the end of the show. Yeah, Back to we... the hospital. Oh. oh. Lake Matthews. I, thought, I was thinking of the <laughs> arena. Was the only place they couldn't collapse. That. Yeah. I don't know. The hospital had a bunch of zombies going to it after the arena was firebombed. And they've been back a couple of times and there's no evidence of them being there. The big one was hunting around it. Like, maybe they are under the hospital. Why would the big one be hanging around if there's not an entrance to protect? No, I I don't don't even think the big ones are with them anymore. The big ones have been left. True. Maybe he was hunting around them. And a I, little one dodged and t- ducked into somewhere? Yeah, probably, because I think they're, the other zombies are starting to feed off each other. That's true. Oh, cannibalism. Well, the, the tree he myth, or whatever you want to call that last one, yeah. seemed to be further along in the evolution of uh, Ink's uh, experimentation. The, so, I thought it was like cancel, uh, cancer. Uh... No, it was that uh, keratin growth, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was keratin okay. growth. So, I don't know. It just made me wonder if he came out of the hospital somewhere. Wait. Like he was created there. He was patrolling there, it seemed like. Like, it, I mean, was he created there is what I'm asking. Yes. I get that. Because, I mean, the, the tattoo machine was in the uh, basement of the hospital, along with all the fingernail filings. So, oh, something was obviously was... happening there. But I think those are the little ones for getting their nails sharpened. Or right, I'm, I'm and their numbers, but... Yeah, Yeah, I'm just referring to that's been used as a place to experiment in the past, so it may be again. Yeah, but oh. they said they've done recon there, and they haven't found any... Like, they've gone, gone. The only, the only time that there was any action was when the tree behemoth, and then I guess when the noise started that the other ones started coming. Uh. Yeah. Well, didn't Bert at one point mention this like big room that almost looked like a, like a cathedral that he was unfamiliar with, no matter how many times he'd been to the hospital? That was the entrance. Yeah, what? and I, th- I, I think that, that was, weird. A, that was yeah. the people. They were just setting up places to pray because of the zombie apocalypse. I think they would just made it into a, a place where okay. they, uh, they would be safe. Oh, that would be one way to go. Wait a minute. The hospital. What if there's correlations between the chapel stuff? Oh. The church is where we found the first entrance to a tunnel, the chapel, and the hospital. Okay. So it's like religious maybe. zombies? No, but like maybe like some something kind of with... Well, but maybe something with all the symbols that religion has. Yeah, ink's full of symbolism. Most mm-hmm. of the protection signs are like religious-based. What if he's using that as, a, as just a, okay, I recognize this, let's build it here. Oh... Yeah, because they would actually know what those mean, like, in your subconscious, other than they just magically know what everything But then what about means. the jail? Like, because, I mean, you know that he came from the jail, obviously, but they'd painted the symbols on the doors, hadn't they? Yeah. That's true. Hmm. Oh, man, this is yeah, getting confusing. The, the funny part, the only place we know they are still around is the jail, that there's actual dump or behemoths there. Yeah. Are they still there, or did they get most of them? They locked a few in. Yeah. You think they'll be used? The sweat could probably attract them out. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think uh, Ink was trying to contain contain the behemoths in there because they're unpredictable. Yep. I think that's the only one he can't control. I think he's saving them for a rainy day. You think Michael and the gang will use them? 
Yeah, I think the sweat. Oh. Would, the sweat would help him out, and maybe he'll send him down the tunnel. <laughs> oh, that now that's cool. That would be awesome. Well, it's, it seems at some point that Ink can't control the behemoths, but when they were attacking the colony after Fort Irwin was destroyed, he seemed to actually be able to command them at will. What if those were his like prison buddies, though? Like they were the <laughs> yeah. only loyal ones. That, that's an option, but like he only let he the loyal ones at like the guys them. at the military base. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I just love it when the behemoth Kool-Aid man through walls. That's <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> Does anyone besides me picture X-Men's juggernaut when you think of the behemoths? Yes. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> so they can so that out. It. Our doomsday as Mick pointed out at one time. Yeah. So All right. go ahead. Sorry, I, I have a completely left field theory that I'm kind of. We were talking about all the under pressure stuff, and we mentioned the well. Mm-hmm, right. They, you think they'll discover gas under the well, and that's why they're not getting any water? Oh. Oh, that would oh. suck. And all the water they get, like everyone from all those outposts, they just die. Or could there be a tunnel there? Yeah, that's what I was oh. thinking. Yeah. And that's why they were there when they were running the pump? Or Randy was watching them, seeing how close they got to the tunnel. And maybe they were just trying to break into the colony underground. Ooh, Ooh that's a good one. Oh, like jailbreak, like old old movies, jailbreak style, like spoons digging underneath the, the colony wall. <laughs> medieval tactic too was to tunnel under the walls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's how they get. If they close that tunnel, maybe the well is the way they get the, into the next one. Well, and maybe that's how or we escape out of with Pete and. I forget who else is out there. Shoot. Pete and Max. Max? Max. Yes. Redshirt. Right? <laughs> yeah. He's no longer Redshirt. He's been named. But we know that those two aren't going to make it. I mean, Pete has to I... make it. Who's going to barter you water bottles? That's... There's no one left. The last merchant. He's so useful. See, now Don't all I think is Resident Evil. He's going to bring you water bottles. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Continue. I think we're done with the people that are on the outpost at this point. I think that was Casey's way to get them out instead of like you know going back to the first season where he just killed everybody in their cars. Oh. <laughs> oh. Think of, I think it was a house cleaning for the characters and extra people lying around. We're getting so close to the end mm-hmm. that he doesn't want to have the whole sense. army to fight back. Yeah, or just all of us going, so what about the people who are still in the colony? So why don't they get more help from people in the colony? It's kind of like the Avengers after that first movie. And everyone's like, well, why didn't Thor just call Iron Man? (laughs) 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 I never thought of that. Dang your logic. (laughs) It's a long-distance call, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, there's a meme out that Robert Downey put out on his Facebook page. And they're watching the whole Thor fighting the aliens, and it's him sitting there with potato chips and a banner going, should we go and help? And he's like, no, this is getting good. (laughs) (laughs) We know Tony is a very rich man, but those out-of-planetary connections, it's going to be awesome. he was in London. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, left field, but no, I really think we're done with the outpost. I don't think anything is coming from there. No. 
I, the, the people outside of the comedy, I think, are definitely done, but I think Pete and Max still have maybe the way for them to get to into a tunnel. Yeah, or maybe get out of. That's at least a tunnel they escape from. Oh, that would be cool. They'd have to discover it, though, and we know that there's gas in the tunnels. True. Well, not all of them. The well, that wasn't in the first tunnel, though, that yeah. they went through. It's just this one. It, so there, they must be more active than this tunnel than the other one because they went through basically through the tunnels and then they saw the branches and ended up at the arena and there was no gas. They've got the highway and then those roads that nobody goes on. Yeah, how close are they to Englewood at this point? Does anyone know? Mm. I never look at the map stuff. I'm so bad with that kind of things. Those kind of things. Because if they're close to Ground Zero. Gas may dissipate the further you get away. Mm. I was going to bring up the map and see what it says. If it's even plugged in on there. But what Does if the tunnels are just. Gonna... Oh, sorry. I was going to say, anybody ever imagine a zombie with like a worker's hard hat on while underneath the tunnels? <laughs> yes. Saying. <laughs> They're singing awesome. hi ho. <laughs> Fully equipped with the union. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I don't think we can keep building here, and we're getting rested. <laughs> yeah, this gas is a workplace. Just a little what eats him. <laughs> he falls like a plate. A little one eats him. <laughs> Any more complaints? Uh, nope. So let's go back to work. So you're saying the complaint box is a little one's mouth. <laughs> I always like Dilbert where it's like the complaint box led to the uh, what was it the uh, shredder no no it's not a shredder it was the heating unit it's like oh. all, all your all your uh, uh, complaints heats this building <laughs> oh no I think it was the, the suggestion box and that's what I don't yeah. remember let's see I'm looking at the arena on the map and it honestly couldn't be further away from Ground Zero. But are they placing cameras in that area, or are they doing it in uh, other places? They're near the arena. I think okay. They had, they, had uh, they had spotters at the arena, at least, and they said there was nothing there. All right. Yeah. So, well, I have a friend, and he's, I asked him about the ending. What do you think how it's going to end? And he's only on season one, and he's like... I think, you know how they talked about the military come rescue them? I think the military is going to come rescue them. I'm like, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> uh, if rescue, you mean by nuke them. <laughs> that, that was one guy, okay? <laughs> one guy. <laughs> he was the guy in charge. I know. He was, they can't be just all chemists all out there. <laughs> Kemet's twin brother. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. You know, there's like another military base that was like the, everyone else showed up at the military base just like an hour late, and they have a huge base. They're like, <laughs> oh, wh where have you guys been the whole time? <laughs> We've been in Los Angeles. We wouldn't leave. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else has had it really easy on the other side of the, the U.S. Yeah. <laughs> Canada. Yes, in Canada. <laughs> I, keep, I keep thinking Canada is the safest spot. It, it just, like, if it was the show, it would just 
show like Los Angeles, you just see like everyone dying, and then it just cuts to a shot of Canada, two soldiers just sitting at an outpost, no action at all. They're just sitting there like having a drink or something. No, eating tuna sandwiches. <laughs> Canadian bacon, bagged milk. So. I was thinking about like the tunnel thing though. This one's quite new, the tunnel they've just found, right? Because they're carrying the earth out of it still. Yeah, right. So could it be because the one at the church was older that the gas had like dissipated out of it already? Like I don't know, but because it's got to escape somewhere, doesn't it? And there's maybe it's there's there's only a certain amount because you think they got to a point at ground zero where the gas started to disappear. So is it like? Ooh. To answer the, the, that, the concentration the, gets less. Maybe that, I think um, Tanya mentioned it when she said that the gas is coming in bursts, and <laughs> I'm not sure how they're restocking it. I'm guessing maybe pulling more bodies into certain places. But it seemed yeah, like whenever they got, got to the valve, it seemed like whenever they got to the place, um, that the gas was coming out of this doorway, and it wasn't quite there until this attack started to happen. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing maybe that has to do with the bodies that they're pulling in. I don't know. But they're saying that, yeah, the Ground Zero ones that she said is before the attack, before anything happened, the gas. Yeah. Right, but it has, yeah. it has, there have been times when there was no gas. Right. But then why, why when they've been swarmed in the past, has the gas not been there? You know, when they've been swarmed by zombies, if it's coming from their bodies, like even recently, for example, the hospital, because that's pretty recent, like the gas wasn't present. There were a lot of zombies, like, Swarming them then, wasn't now, it? it? I think it's after like the bodies crap. decompose, like once yeah. the zombies yeah. have died. Yeah, the zombies have to die have before to they be dead. Yeah, and maybe maybe some zombies do die while making the tunnels. Because I mean, it, some must get crushed, right, or something. Yeah. They can't all yeah. survive and, it. Still. Yeah. And, and, and they don't have, they don't have a food ch- uh, that much of a food chain. So yeah, there has to be one dying. Yeah. Oh. The zombies might still have some sort of circulatory system going on because CJ killed them by exsanguination, not the traditional shot in the head. Yeah, I liked that. When I heard that, I was like, not your zombie show. I was like, this is... CJ killed them with the sword under the garage door. She exsanguinated them. She bled them out. They may need a closed circulatory system (laughs) to function, to be alive. Yeah, because remember when they knocked them out with the... What was it? The Chloroform? Yeah. Yeah. So they they do need to breathe, but not as much. That's a good point. They require less stuff to, or they just care less about the toxicity. Oh, like they their bodies just don't they don't care. They're like, well, it's yeah. bad, but you're gonna die anyway, so you probably. Or they don't they don't register it. Like where we start coughing, they no longer have a cough reflex, or even just yeah, the that, fact that would make sense. What That's bothers us because we're in the state just doesn't affect them anymore. But. But they were saying uh, at the beginning, they couldn't enter ground zero. Yeah. So maybe Ink's venting the gas underneath to protect his zombies? Could that be the purpose of the tunnels? As well as a means of getting around. Yeah. Right. That sounds as good as anything I could think of, for sure. I agree with you, Holly. There's got to be some sort of dissipation. That tunnel's not that new and they've been in and out of ones that have been older so yes. maybe they yeah because maybe once the bodies have like got past a certain stage of like decomposition the, the gas won't come out of the bodies forever you know it'll 
there'll be a limit to how much a body can contain. So the older tunnels, the gas will have dissipated because the bodies that were in them would have gone by now. So whereas the newer tunnels, there would still be bodies decomposing there or within that area, I guess. Mm -mm. So Michael basically can find a active tunnel by looking for if there's any gas in Yeah, but why wouldn't they have enough. seen that before? They haven't been looking. They haven't. Oh, they've only recently discovered the tunnels. Like, but he's been driving around for church. four months. <laughs> but he wasn't trouble. looking for gas, and you have to get up close to. I mean, ground zero. You could be further away because there was obviously a really high concentration there at first. But yeah, they like with the um, gas in the um, morgue where Tanya's doing her work. It only really comes out when the doors open. So. You know, if it was that bad, it would have filtered out some other way. Because obviously there's only one or two bodies in there. So I guess it depends on the amount of bodies. So if they haven't been in areas where there's... Because I imagine a lot of the bodies will just be scattered around randomly. Like, mm -hmm. whereas when, when there's tunnels, there'll be a lot in one group. So I guess that's why he hasn't seen them before. No. Yeah. And they burn the bodies too, so the bodies that they find... Well, when, and also, yeah, they were driving around looking for movement rather than getting out the car and wandering on foot, which is how they would have ex sort of found maybe small areas where there was small amounts of the gas. Yeah. Whereas and they were more looking for actual zombies running around. Well, since we're on this topic, it does seem like the MO has changed for Ink and the zombies in general. It's been a while since they've actively attacked the humans. Yeah. They've only oh, you know what that means. Response. It's time for finale. Every time they go, yeah, I haven't seen the zombies in a while. Oh, wait, they've been here the whole time, and they're going to attack us in one chapter. But do you think that he has a big enough force anymore? Because after a while, the the numbers should be shrinking because there's not enough humans to go around anymore. Yeah, because humans aren't reproducing. To speak hmm. to that, uh, the only thing that leads me to believe that there is any kind of force he has is that we know that he's been working on something else. Yeah. And um, for that to for that to be known and then nothing happen would be kind of weird. So, just but the ending that, is just... Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, my apologies. Go ahead. No, no, that's fine. You go. I would just say even that takes time because if he's working on something else, it's going to take time like the little ones did because that took forever for them to gain full maturity. And if he's working on something else, it may not be ready to go yet. So Michael may stumble on something that's not quite finished. Even though we haven't seen Ink for like four months in story because there was a big break between the first episode of the season and the second episode of the season – and well, then everything that's like, happened since. Took him three months to make the little ones, right? Well, it's aside from Puck's beatdown. Yeah, Puck saw him whenever he was you know, whipped. Well, that seems more like a cameo than an actual appearance. He hasn't actively been fighting them. But he's obviously still around, I mean. So, I, I, I guess, I think you guys are right about he's working on something because... That would be why. Otherwise, he would have no motivation not to attack them. Whereas if he's working on something, then he's got a motivation to stay quiet, at least for the moment, and until he's done. It goes with your theory about him building the, the tunnels being so old. He's been just basically setting up a fortress down on the underground. Yeah. 
and ways of moving around so that when they do attack, the zombies can retreat through the tunnels that the humans haven't yet discovered. Because they won't have discovered all the tunnels. They've discovered, well, the church one's now filled in, so they know of two. The one that they're at and the one at the arena. So there may be more. So it may be an easy way of ambushing the humans more conveniently without being spotted. Okay, before we wrap it up tonight, uh, let's talk a couple theories. What do you guys, what are your takes on the origins? The origins of the zombie uh, outbreak. Oh. It's changed after today. (laughs) 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 They keep trying to allude, sorry, they keep trying to allude to some prehistoric, some underground, earthquake-induced something. So it's probably not going to be that. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Even though we have evidence to contradict that with the decomposing bodies, there's there's too much contradiction. Do you think they're going to get into the origin, though? I mean, they have one chapter left, and then they have the finale. The finale is probably just going to be a fight. I think Casey's on the record saying that uh, we will know the origin. So that's going to have to come out in the next chapter, isn't it? Next two chapters. Yeah, it could be a final reveal, wrap-up, post-three months later. Yeah. The the series may end with a survivor, like, you know, filling us in. Haven't written in the journal in a while. This is what's happened since. Info dump. The the only answer we'll get is it's happened before and then it happened again. (laughs) Oh, boy. Thanks for that enlightening answer, Casey. I mean, we may not get every answer about the origin. I mean, we may get, like, because it's unlikely that they would piece together every single thing of it, but he may give us, like, a more conclusive thing to go on rather than a solid, this is all the details of how it happened. Because we won't find out everything, like, every single question we have. Right. How likely is it for Ink to go in like a into like a five ten minute monologue? Yeah. <laughs> the villain oh. We find out he can really say more than about three words at a time. But he wants to say it. He sings it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The final chapter will be the musical. <laughs> oh. That would be. Amazing. Started saying we'd have every single answer, and then that answer evolved into you'll have every single answer the characters can conceivably give you. Yeah. So, because that we, makes sense, though. Yeah. Because we still have to figure out the origin. We have to figure out how Ink even knew this was going to happen. Yeah. How, how he could command them when he was still alive, when he was still human, and they was you know when you know the footage they saw when he comes out of court and he's obviously in the you know uh, he he had turned at that point I think no yeah, but he, he was like hey, come over here come and kill me it's gonna be fun yeah he hadn't yet turned um, at that point I'm sure like, right. I have to go back and find he it he kind of but... stuck his arm out the window and they bit onto it and then yeah. after 45 minutes he kicks the door open. If you were going bit to get bit anywhere, where would you want to get bit? Arm. Arm. <laughs> Pinky. He knew what... He obviously, like, knew that he had control over them when he went out because they didn't mob him as such. It was more more controlled than how yeah. it's been with other people. So, yeah, I mean, how he, how he knew it was going to happen, but also how he knew he could have control Protect over himself. Them. It can't just be his serial killer powers. Maybe that one hand didn't have tattoos on it. Yeah, that's the funny part is, 
How did he even know before even the attack even started? He knew all the way till prison, where he got yeah. captured. Yeah. And now, Mike, okay, so we know he played a role in it somehow or another. Right. But how how involved what do you think he was? I I don't know because the other thing is how did it even go worldwide? Or how right. did it Yeah. Just Hawaii. Turners, maybe. Just Hawaii alone, it happened at the same time. Um, at the I'm same time or within a couple of hours? It's Bill same. Roberts was it couldn't have spread that quickly though across Across and it spread across the world, and it killed everyone. That's my theory. Well, I, I thought the... Well, I could be wrong, but I thought the, the earthquakes had happened in Hawaii as well. And yeah, that's they, when that one came out. Not that's the earthquakes, but I think he said that they had gas in the Philippines, Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, I think they said Japan. Yeah, I'm and then sure. And that's the last word they got was Japan. Possibly Chile. I wasn't paying attention. So Ink couldn't have done that. Like, he couldn't have been... I don't think he could be exactly responsible for it. He was just aware that it was... But how would he be aware if it was a natural disaster? That's the thing, like... He I, just happened upon an internet forum that happened to be... <laughs> Maybe he was a conspiracy theorist. The only connection I can think of, here's my thin, uh, tin hat theory, yeah. is that it was spread by a pill, medicine. Because yeah, I stayed on said Preparation H. Radon <laughs> Labs. Preparation Z. <laughs> but that's the only thing because that's the only thing that could uh, they eat a pill and that could also cause a chemical in their in their bodies. Mm-hmm. And then just like a bunch of people die and then it gas spreads. shows up. Yeah. yeah, it spreads that way. The gas was maybe found in Inglewood and then they shipped it around the world. And everywhere that Ross just mentioned. Uh, that's it's all on the ring of fire. of fire. Yeah. I got you, That's Mick. Pretty interesting. Thank you. <laughs> I was right there with you, Mick. <laughs> Does radon only make medication, or do they do things like Casey's in pesticides the uh, or? I'm assuming they do a lot of things because they did find a, a lot of different chemicals in the bottom. And Casey and... just said that uh, you'll get the answers that we can give you. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, that helps so much. That's really descriptive. <laughs> he gives us a lot to go on. Isn't one of the degrees or doctorates that Inc. has in geology? Uh, oh, goodness. Uh, Casey, I can you please answer that? Give him 30 seconds, he's got lag. <laughs> okay. While we're waiting, uh, Chris Eads says, so they collect their dead to use as some sort of defense? These bodies that pile up have been there for months. Why no gas at the arena? Hmm. Hmm. All the bodies that were in the arena, I think, were on turns. Yeah, they were yeah, just. Yeah, they were human remains. It, it's a uh, root cellar type environment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, the morgue is too. But maybe some sort of reaction with the bag. Yeah, they re- it melted to the point that it melted. That's yeah. just it's kind of corrosive. Like, if it melted something, I mean, not just like. So... They stay out of there because they don't want to get burned or melted. Well, but do they have but, it in their tunnels? But Michael and them weren't affected by it when they went through there, so I don't know. But I guess the bag would be made of like synthetic material, wouldn't it? So maybe it will melt that, but doesn't have that effect on humans. But obviously, just affects the respiration and stuff, like. Um. Know. Not only that, but if we're going with the whole from the earth thing, it's 
made of heavy duty rubber, which is rubber which is made from oil. Yeah. yeah, because these body bags are meant to hold things even if or normally would be strong enough to hold if the body even did something odd. Yeah, true. Or was just sticky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make a juggernaut suit out of bagged milk and <laughs> it just all the, it melts and they, everyone just gets covered in milk. Uh, and uh, they I'm realize not... that milk is actually Canadian human. If I could just imagine now. <laughs> uh, I'm looking for the Arkham's razor solution here, and I'm not seeing it. There's nothing simple about this. It's the bagged milk. I, I, I'm I'm completely gunning for that theory. I, I don't care. <laughs> it's what it's killed everyone. Happen. It started in Canada, and bagged milk is secure. It's not natural. <laughs> you need natural skittles. <laughs> so, that's the only thing because the only thing I can think of is Radeon being the main source because they're the only one who can distribute something worldwide. International, yeah. Yeah. You just brought up the eat skittles thing. Yeah. <laughs> if you remember in season one when they raid that that shop and. All Datu takes is Skittles. That's why he was a slow turner. <laughs> and everyone else is not because they didn't need as many Skittles as him. And Skittles did take Skittles. He did. Yeah, and that's why there, there's a simple solution. <laughs> the so Mars. Up on Skittles now. <laughs> okay, they didn't say anything about gas in Hawaii. Okay, I'm sorry. I was thinking that there was. Oh, they must have just said that... Kalani it's, must have just said that the outbreak happened in Hawaii happened. then rather and, than Gaia. And they were meaner. And mm. Yeah, so the gas makes them, like, docile to a certain point. Until ah. ink plays with them. Ooh. Huh. That is creepy. I don't want to think about that. Yeah, because yeah. the results at... Uh, and Colorado wore ink, and they were aggressive. <gasps> the KC! <laughs> yes, bro. I can see his beard. And we all react at once. That's kind of awesome. <laughs> all right, KC, no mutant ever. I'm, I'm speechless. And for the corrections part of the show. <laughs> yes, corrections came early this week. probably 30 pages long. Yeah, no, I, I was uh, I was trying to do other things while listening to you guys, and I did not want to get involved at all. Uh, but then there were some wild things that was like, no, that wasn't right, that wasn't right. Uh, sorry. Um, I probably got a lot wrong. I usually do. The only one that really stuck out in my mind was the uh, Hawaii thing. Uh, nobody reported any gas there. If that's helpful at all. You must have missed a disclaimer in the beginning. We're not experts. <laughs> oh, definitely not. <laughs> Yay, slow turners and airplanes. <laughs> and so that's all I got. That's it. <laughs> we did pretty good. And it was. It was <laughs> but you guys had some uh, guys had some really good, interesting theories, and I hated to butt in, but I was like, ah, I'm here. I might as well jump in. No, yeah, thanks for doing that. What about the bagged milk theory? Can you confirm it? Oh, the, what was the bag milk theory? I, I was I was like forty second, forty or fifty seconds behind, and then like I just kept on getting further and further back, and then I just if you cover yourself in bagged milk and then it is <laughs> melted by the gas, you become immune. Is this true? 
I don't think that's exact science. <laughs> right, it's Canadian science. That's different. So it's real. <laughs> It'll There's work. a whole different type of Canadian science, real science and Canadian science. Is much more <laughs> release funny. an alternate last chapter that that happens, and that's just the end. Just no. Oh, man. Yeah, there are only two more chapters left. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh don't say that. Well, and everybody just got sad. I'm depressed yeah. now. Especially <laughs> since we have two weeks coming up now, too. <laughs> yeah, 47 is going to be interesting. Uh, 40, you'll like, I think you'll like 47. But then, so who's here is coming to the live event? Is anybody? Oh, I can't go. It's too far. I'll so be there. Much too far for me. <laughs> yeah, it's probably worse for you. Yeah. I'll be okay. picking you up, Redbeard. Yay! <laughs> no, I'm East Coast bound. Well, yeah. we will be having a live event online for it on the... Uh, we will stream it live online and have like a group hangout kind of like this um, afterwards planning oh, cool. on that should be on the uh, July uh, what is it? I'm looking at the calendar now. Uh, 29th. This is a Saturday. Oh, the 29th? Yeah, it's a Tuesday. Because uh, we come back from Comic-Con on, on Sunday and I didn't want to like jump because we're going to do a test. Basically, we'll play Chapter 47 on the day before and test the system out, make sure it all works. So that when we do the live event, it's not all screwed up. So that's kind of like how we do everything. Definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, but as, as in terms of uh, answering every question, we, we're going to give you as much as we can within the limitations that we have. Like, um, I specifically made sure that within the confines of what happens, you guys have as much information to put together the pieces. There will be gray areas because uh, the characters won't be in perspective of everything because they can't. It's just a, a limitation of the story. But with that being said, it will be pretty definite. We'll put it that way. Oh, that's Stacey, good, then. That beard's getting pretty amazing. It is... I hate it. It's getting a little bit out of control. <laughs> <laughs> So I just well, put a text on everything, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> and with that awkward silence, it's almost midnight here, guys. <laughs> it's almost it's... midnight. What time is it there, Holly? Uh, 5.39 a.m. Wow. Oh, my wow. goodness. Never mind. I, I luckily I, don't I have school until the afternoon, so I might get some sleep. <laughs> well, thank you, and thank everybody for joining tonight. We had a good time, and uh, I hope you guys had fun and talking about... All the different things of we're alive. So, can we do this for the end of forty-seven? Yeah, definitely. We're we're planning on uh we're planning on doing it for part three, but it may not be at the same time because we'd like to get more of the UK involved. There's a lot of uh, active UK yeah, people that have been asking for us to do one. So, and we may do one or we may do two with two different times. We're not sure yet, but yeah, look forward for another to another at least one more live of show uh, following forty-seven. Would you do one, do you think, after the final? Yeah, I was going to say that. Like, so everyone can talk about how they thought the ending went and stuff. Oh, yeah, there's going to there's gonna be probably multiple wrap-up shows to oh, end. That's cool. Redbeard and I will probably do one, uh, just just us, and then we'll do one with all the fans. And, uh, Casey said he had one plan. Casey said he might hop in with yeah, us. Whether you guys do it or I do it, um, we'll, I'll have one where it's like basically 
um, a no holds bar as much as possible Q and A session because there might be some stuff that I can like fill in the blanks of like oh hey this was this and this was this things that you cannot I can't answer on like the characters can't answer on the show but I could probably fill you right yeah that would be really cool and then there will be some things that I won't answer and I'll be like that's one of the ambiguous things <laughs> I will we still I will get tell to you, theories. <laughs> there's something ambiguous that was in this episode was is what is Tardis truth and what is his lies that mm. won't be specifically ever answered so mm. You'll have to kind of pick and choose what he said and figure it out. I can live with that. He still got shot in the face. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying the line he said about Scratch isn't true? I, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was completely straightforward until you said that. Well, a lot of people – I talked to Osiris about this today, and he – is hard set on every single bit of it was an absolute ruse. Like, every part of the plan was... Like, he was supposed to take him to the cabin and Scratch didn't show up. That's his theory. Not uh, not saying either way, but... Oh. And somebody on Facebook asked, uh, We're Alive, are you doing any new ventures after this? We're Alive replied, yes. What? You'll just have to wait and see. <laughs> yeah, I can't that? answer that just yet. But trust me, I have, like... Uh, I've been working on stuff for, like, two and a half years, aside from We're Alive, so... Whatever whatever comes next is uh, I've been working on for a long time. I've got okay. one question. Um, since you're here, you've you've talked about a project you worked on for longer than We're Alive. Yes. What uh where is that as far as being close to market or anything like that? Uh, it's sitting on my bottom shelf in my office, and it's like a thing that's like that thick of paperwork. So oh, okay. I I did a lot of research and development for another side story that uh. I might work on, might not. We'll see. Okay. Very that could be the next thing. I don't know. Very nice. That's a good, nice tease for us. So, uh, yeah, thanks, everybody, again, for being on this week's We're Left Fancast. And uh, if you want to say your name again, go ahead from left to right on the Are bottom there. Is everyone's screen different, though? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea where I am. <laughs> You're third on my list. You're second third on, on mine, too. Okay. Well, uh, Thank you for being on the show, Alberto. Thank you. And Chris? Thank you. Uh, thanks, Holly. Thank you. It was good. Uh, thank you, Kat. Thank you, guys. Thanks again, Casey. Uh, thank you. Megan, good to have you. Yep. Thank you. Cherub. Ross was here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, whatever. I, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> and uh, I'm Nick. And I'm Redbeard. Hi right, guys. You? Thank you. Thanks for listening to the We're Alive Fancast. If you would like to send feedback to the show, you can email us at we're at mickred.com and we will read your mail on the show. We want to know what you think about We're Alive each week. Tweet us or email us your theories and reactions to that week's show. You can tweet us at, at WAFancast. Visit our website at mickred.com. Mickred is always spelled M-I-C-K-R-E-D. You can find the We're Alive Fancast on Facebook. Just search We're Alive Fancast. Special thanks to Kevin McLeod for letting us use his song Ghost Apocalypse in this podcast. This has been a Mick Red production. <laughs>